Good morning, everybody, and happy Monday. I have my husband in studio today, lucky for me. Hello, Bo Smith. How are you? I'm good. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so he is your local handyman, if you guys aren't aware. He does anything from hanging your pictures and your blinds to sheetrocking your whole house and then painting the whole outside. You actually just got done with a project of painting the whole outside of a house, didn't you? Uh, correct, correct. Just got done doing the interior um, remodel of the whole entire house and the exterior paint and now working on the decks. Okay, so you do a wide range of things from, you have a few clients that actually give you a honeydew list. Which I is do. pretty cool, I think. I do. Repeat clients. Repeat okay. clients. They they make a, a list for me, and um, they get on my schedule every couple of weeks, and I just knock everything out that that they write As down. You do. I think you even have a few people that have called you some wives where they're like, hey, can you come when my husband's not here and knock these things out? Absolutely. <laughs> I told them my next available day was on like a Tuesday, and they said, that won't work. He'll be home. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. Um, how would people get in contact with you? Uh, you can just give me a call is the best way to get a hold of me. Text as well, but phone call at 503-871-9216. Okay, so give us some examples of some projects that people might be needing coming up in the next month or two. Um, well, fall's going to be coming up. I will be cleaning out gutters and cleaning leaves, so um, my schedule will fill up quick for that. So if you would like to get a hold of me and get on the schedule for that. Uh, Christmas lights as well. Christmas lights is a big one, so it will fill up very quick. Um, so if you would like Christmas lights hung or anything at, at that nature, uh, give me a call and I can get you on the schedule. Okay, and what about like, what, could you do like decorations, like uh, Halloween's coming up, Halloween decorations, Thanksgiving decorations? Check it out. I can do it all. <laughs> <laughs> Not toot my own horn. <laughs> you actually just recently went and chopped some wood and organized it for some a, a few clients, didn't you? So Correct. You can, you can prep for those winter months like that as well. Correct. Getting getting uh, firewood ready for the winter. Yes. So what are some other things? Um, what I do is uh, I do lawns, a lot of landscaping. I don't like maintain the yards. That's one thing I do not do is maintain yards. But as it comes to landscaping, building retainer walls, things like that, absolutely. Um, concrete is one thing that I don't do a lot of. Um, I'll patch it and things like that, but I don't do big concrete jobs. Um, big roofing jobs, things like that. But there's there's a lot of things I do do. Okay. All right. I'm trying to think. Oh, like organizing garages. That's a big spare one. Spare bedrooms. That's a big one. Uh, junk halls. I do a lot of dump runs, absolutely. Can you take out people's like shrubs and bushes and oh, yeah. uh, cut tree limbs? Oh, yeah. You could paint interiors. Exterior, interior. Winter's coming up. So if you have any interior projects you would like done, give me a call. And you do free bids, so they can just give you a call, and you'll go give them a bid, and simple as that. Absolutely. Go take a look at it. A lot of times, I'd like to take a look at the job first, um, but yes, give me a call. Like I said, Perfect. I'll get you on the schedule. And that number again is 503-871-9216. Hey, thanks for coming in, love. Thank you, everybody.
Good morning, everybody. It is Amanda Smith, and in studio with me this morning, I have the beautiful Linda Farrington here, <laughs> and she is from SK We Stand Together. And last Tuesday, we had kind of talked a little bit on air about this last week, but there was a school board meeting, and some serious things kind of happened. Do you want to fill us in on that, Linda? Sure. I was not able to be there because I had some family commitments, but... Um, what I heard from the people that were there was very concerning, uh, just about the escalation of hate and division and violence um, that, you know, was at least um, threatened. And um, it, it's, it's very concerning because it seems like the very policies that the school's trying to put in place to prevent this is, is creating this hate and division. And um, there are lies that are being perpetrated by the district and by these, the group of the uh, loose. Um, at every board meeting, you know, they're allowed to per per perpetrate the same talking points about um, parents being dangerous, following them to the cars, um, the school to prison pipeline. All of these things that are not true. Right. You know, there were no arrests for several years while the SROs were still here before they excluded them. Right. And parents haven't been doing anything but peacefully waiting in line or sitting in their chairs to talk respectfully to the school board, which is their right by law mm -hmm. and the way that our process works. And yet these youth are, you know, they've come with signs that are degrading and they call out, um, homophobe and white supremacist to people that they know nothing about. <clears throat> yeah, I had heard somebody talk that had, had been there, and they said it's it's scary how brainwashed these kids are and how they couldn't believe it, that they were speaking on the things that they were and how violent they were and aggressive. They're very aggressive and very narrow-minded, you know, so much for this diversity and... and, and um, you know, wish for being inclusive of more people. It is doing the exact opposite by f forcing them to have this very narrow view. And the most concerning thing to me was very revealing when uh, the the um, chair, Carson Cunningham, asked Cassidy, one of our members, who got up to talk about the concerns that many parents had about um, some of their policies. Uh, and she said, she had to ask the legal counsel if it was hate speech, like, like just because it differed from the normal um, viewpoint, you know, their their equity ideas, that it wasn't allowed. I mean, that shows that she is really against, you know, the First Amendment rights we have to free speech, right? And to c come and petition and redress, you know, government and. Um, that is extremely concerning because if we ha lose our right to speak and and to have free thinking of um, expression of our ideas, th this country is really not what it, it's always been. No, I agree. With that, we're going to take a quick break and send it back to Dan Bongino, and we'll have more in about a half hour. Hang tight. Thank you. The Dan Bond.
Good morning, everybody. It is Amanda Smith, and I am back in studio with Linda Farrington. On our last segment, we kind of dove into the school board meeting that had taken place last Tuesday. Um, and kind of to follow up with that, you guys have an education forum coming up this Wednesday. Yes, um, we started doing educational forums every third Wednesday morning at the rec, which is the old bowling alley on 3500 uh, River Road North in Kaiser. Um, and this month, it's going to be Celeste Guptill is going to come talk to us about educational options um, for parents. We want to um, help them find different ways to to create a, an education, uh, excellent educational opportunity for their kids. Um, and you know, right now there, there's a little bit of a gap between. Uh, families that can leave public education and do private school or homeschooling. And then there's there's some people that want to leave, but they, they can't afford to do that, and they don't know what their options are. Yeah, I think not knowing your options is a big one yes. for people out there. Well, Celeste has a huge, you know, a great, vast background in all things educational. Um, she has been participating in different kinds of homeschool methods. Uh, she's researched charter schools, and she's been an employee and a volunteer at Sam Kaiser Schools. She actually is a mother of 11 children. Oh, wow. So she's no stranger <laughs> to the schools. No, and they created a pod, um, and, you know, is one of those ways of, of figuring out a creative solution for the times during COVID. And so she understands a lot of the difficulties that parents are having right now and can give some real insight into what their options are and how to do it and and tips for um, you know making it easier and and doable absolutely so is this open to the public this is open to anyone who wants to come okay yep, and we provide some breakfast bites oh I and, love it. and there's a lot of space there and yeah anybody's welcome to to be there and um, well uh, some, sometimes other people kind of make announcements as well. Um, it's a little bit of a, a forum. Sometimes we have some discussion time, but uh, there's always good information. So we welcome anyone who wants to come. Okay, awesome. And then really quick, how would people, if they can't make it and they want to come to one in the future, how would they look that information up? Right. We have a website, skwestandtogether.com, uh, and it, it will tell you on there what our events are and when they are. Um, also, sometimes our Facebook page uh, will tell you, and it's SK We Stand Together there as well. Um, or if you need to, you can email us at kidsfirst at skwestandtogether.com. Okay, awesome. So really quick, just to recap, so this Wednesday at the Rec Center in Kaiser, that's the old bowling alley, they will have from 7 a.m. to 7... 7.30. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> 7.30 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. Uh, breakfast Bites education form. So if you guys are interested, not really sure uh, what direction you want to go or you just want to be more involved, uh, definitely come and check them out. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. All right. We'll be right back.
Good morning, you guys. It's Amanda Smith back again with Linda Farrington from SK We Stand Together. And we were talking a lot about schools. So what are some up changes that are happening right now that we might not be aware of? Well, you know, ever since the school district has embraced Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. and equity policies that, that sound so good. You know, we, we do care about black lives and right. we do care about equity in the terms of equal opportunity, but that isn't what those terms mean anymore. It's not. And they are using ter- vocabulary to in, uh, both to cause us not to be worried, you know, as mm-hmm. and to pretend that 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 certain things are happening in a certain way when actually the opposite is occurring. And so um, they, uh, much of their curriculum is, um, is focused now against race and dividing kids based on things that they can't control. Right. But it teaches them to look at everything that way instead of just looking at people for who they are. We now have to evaluate them according to the color of their skin, which is dividing. It's not helping. And and then they add to that the, the sexual information that is not age appropriate, even though it's supposed to be by law, um, you know, informing them way too young about all things sex under consent laws um, is is very damaging to kids. And then they add on top of that all the identity in, um, type of curriculum, which is confusing children that they can be anything they want to be. I mean, a child's imagination is the most unstable thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Why are we u- affirming that as fact? Let them have Im- imaginations. Let them play and grow and explore. But that's not who they are. That's their personality. Yeah. It's not their gender spectrum. It's their expression of, you know, their their personality in d- different ways. And that's the beautiful thing about being a person, that, that there's many different ways to be a person. You don't have to right. be a certain, you know, black and white mold. But but yet schools are not allowing kids to be that way anymore. And they're, not. And they're calling things like, you know, like your gender identity is suddenly the most important thing about you. And instead of saying what we know to be fact, the one thing a kid could rely on is the fact that he is a boy or a girl. Mm-hmm. You know, the actual, you know, kids that are actually have ambiguous genitalia is like 0.018 or something. It's really minuscule. Right. We should not be basing policy on that. Right. You know, um, and so there's a comprehensive sex ed, which comprehensive means it's, you know, they teach everything, um, again, under consent laws. It's based on a right to pleasure. So this isn't your typical sex ed. This is actually... Believing that kids should experience pleasure through sex, and therefore let's teach them how, and let's sh- let's show them how to pleasure one another as and pleasure themselves, and this is good because pleasure is good. Yeah, uh, it's really it is pretty crazy. So if you guys want more information, go to SK We Stand Together or come join us this Wednesday at the Rec from 7:30 a.m. to 8:30 a.m. Thanks again, Linda, for coming in. Thank you for having me. The Dan Bongino Show on 104.3.